0: Are you tired of undercharging, over-delivering, and overworking? Well, I have some good news for you. I put together a free course for women web designers who want to make more money without overworking. Just go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash free course or click on the link in the show notes of this episode to get instant access. And since you love podcasts, when you sign up, you'll have the option to get the entire free course instantly in a podcast feed so that you can listen on the go. So if it feels like you've been working 24-7 but not making as much as you want, go get that free course right now at webdesigneracademy.com forward slash free course. Welcome to The Profitable Web Designer, a podcast for web designers who want to work less and make more money. I'm your host, Shannon Mattern, founder of the Web Designer Academy, where we've helped hundreds of web designers stop undercharging, overworking, and create profitable, sustainable web design businesses. Hey there, welcome back to the Profitable Web Designer Podcast. So as I am recording this intro to this week's episode... I am actually preparing to go down to Destin, Florida for the next five days to do a in-person retreat with our Web Designer Academy Next Level students. Those are our advanced students who have either been through our first, like at least one year of our Web Designer Academy program, or who are coming in already like, Already making six figures in their web design business and wanting to grow from there. And we, this is the second year that we are hosting this in person retreat. And so I'm sitting here thinking about the women that I'm going to be spending the next five days with and like where they were when they found us, when they came to work with us. Some of them came to work with us like, in the very, very, very beginning days, like the 2016, 2017 days of the Web Designer Academy, when it was just an online course. And some of them have come to work with us this year. Some of them joined like one year ago, two years ago. And, you know, they're all at different places in their business. And it's just so fascinating to like look back at where they were when they started, what they were struggling with, how much they've transformed. And at this in-person retreat, it's like they're creating their next level goals, their bigger goals. And so, I was sitting here thinking about where I like I was just like, "Oh my gosh, they have come so far. I have come so far. The people that come to work with us have come so far. But also I know that so many of you are at the very beginning of your journey and I was at the beginning of my journey. <laughs> you know, we all started at the beginning of our journey. And so I was really reflecting recently on like what that was like and the things that I just believed to be true and facts and that like I just didn't even consider could be thought of a different way or could be done a different way, and how just kind of locked in to my way of thinking that I was locked into. Like, I just didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know it could be any different. And it's fascinating because as I'm thinking about, like, what do I want to get out of these next five days at this retreat? I notice that I've been locked in to a certain way of thinking again, that I get to release and let go of in order to get to the next place on my journey. It's a a whole different way of thinking than I was thinking in the beginning. But I'm also seeing how like this line of thinking is keeping me stuck. And so I will absolutely share more with you about those lessons that I'm learning and and all of those things when I get back from the retreat and when I start to really like process that. But today, I have a very special episode for you. I have a series of episodes planned for you that really are taking me back to the beginning of my journey and the things that I thought to be true and the things that I were was like conditioned to believe as a web designer and a woman web designer and a service provider and a business owner and all of those things. And really, like the deconstructing of those things that I had to do in order to create the life and the freedom and the financial freedom that I wanted to create. So Over the next five episodes of the Profitable Web Designer Podcast, I am giving you the replays of the Revenue Reset Challenge that I recently hosted for our email list subscribers back in September of 2023. Because it was a truly transformational challenge for the people that attended live and watched the replays and actually took the time to do the exercises in each of the trainings. So I'm putting those replays on the podcast for you, edited down a little bit. So it's just the information that you need. And I want to invite you to take the time to actually go through the exercises that I'm going to be talking about. In each episode, I want you to Give yourself the opportunity to experience the transformation of going from how you might think things have to work or how you might think things are to really transforming your beliefs about what's possible for you and all of those things related to being a freelance web designer. Because I was thinking about this, like, especially as women, but as service providers and former employees and all of this stuff, like we are conditioned to be of service, to take care of others, to take care of customers and clients. We're conditioned to that, like our time is like we get paid by the hour. We're worth only so much per hour. We're only worth how long we've been doing it, or that our worth is all about us and our experience and what someone else tells us this role is worth or this job is worth. And so when you take those things that like we've been conditioned really to believe in this society and combine them with being a business owner, what ends up happening is you get someone who is like massively undercharging and over-delivering and burnt out and it's completely unsustainable and I say that because I lived that. That was like my lived experience. I'm like all of the things that I've learned about how to like operate in this world are incompatible with being a business owner. And I had to like unwind that and reset that and deconstruct that. And so that's why I hosted the revenue reset challenge to really walk you through that process of figuring out like, what are your beliefs about what you're capable of? Do you want to keep those? Are they creating the results that you want? If they are creating the results that you want, awesome. How can we do more of that? If they're not creating the results that you want, awesome. How can we shift what we think about and how we believe to create the results that we want? How might our potential clients be thinking? And how can we really like guide them to think in ways that serve them instead of kind of being enrolled in thinking that doesn't serve them and like believing (laughs) their thoughts that don't serve them and really like speaking to what they really want instead of what they might be afraid of. And then finally kind of taking all of that into action and like putting it into action. So over the next five episodes, five weeks of the show, I'm going to walk you step by step through everything I did in the revenue reset challenge. So I invite you to, you know, you're probably listening while you're doing other things, which is why I love podcasting so much. Like it's basically the only way I consume content online. You're probably doing something else while you're listening to this. But I invite you like when you have a quiet moment to just get out a pen and piece of paper and take action on the things that I'm talking about in every episode over the next five weeks. And I would love to hear from you about what you discovered about yourself, any epiphanies or aha moments or breakthroughs that you had on your way to truly transforming what you believe to be true about what is possible for you. So without further ado, (laughs) this is the first episode in the revenue reset challenge series, all about identifying your mind trash. The first thing we need to know when we're talking about like having a revenue reset is where are we now? Where are we now? Where do we want to be going? And what are our thoughts about that, right? So if you have ever taken any of my trainings, I always talk about minimum baseline revenue. I talk about it on the Profitable Web Designer podcast. I talk about it all over the place. And minimum base, this is where when I talk about pricing, I'm like, you get to charge sustainably for you. We're all about creating a profitable, sustainable web design business. And when I say sustainable, I'm talking about time. I'm talking about capacity, but I'm also talking about like, you are charging the amount of money that you need to live your life, because that's why we do this, unless you're a charity. And I'm sure you're not at the Revenue Reset Challenge if you just want to build websites for people for free for fun, you know? So you get to look at what do I need to live, to live comfortably, sustainably, what does that look like in my life and my pricing gets to take that into consideration and reflect that it's not what most people think focusing first on like oh how much can i charge for this and then i'll multiply like i'll do that in volume to make the money i want to make in my life it's how much do i want to make in my life and then i reverse engineer my pricing from there The first question is, how much money does your web design business currently make each month on average, right? You might have some ebbs and flows in your revenue, just depending on like when you're booking clients, but like on average, how much does your business make each month? And if you don't know those numbers, like off the top of your head, just notice that. Just notice that and ask yourself, why don't I know that? Like, maybe it's just because you haven't looked. Maybe you don't want to look. You want to notice if you don't know the answer to that, why you don't know the answer to that. Because those are also like little pieces of mind trash that we get to turn into gold. We turn your mind trash into gold around here. (laughs) Like, we love finding it. We love excavating it because it's so valuable. And then... How much revenue does your business need to make each month in order to pay yourself what you want to make? So to cover your living expenses and your obligations, everybody is different. We don't do vanity metrics like five figure websites and six figure web design business around here. You might, that might be where you want to go. That might be your minimum baseline. But everybody is different. Where I live in Alexandria, Ohio, the cost of living here is like very reasonable versus some of our students who live in LA or New York. Like a house, a mortgage payment for them is double for half the size of a house (laughs) than here, right? So I want you to look at you and your personal situation and You might be a single parent, you might have a partner, you might be the sole provider, you might have a partner that contributes financially. These are the things to look at. Your unique revenue needs are completely individual, individual. So that's why I think it's so important to look at that and it's so important to take that into account. When it comes to your pricing, Because what we teach in the Web Designer Academy is that minimum baseline revenue is our first goal. That's what we work you up towards. So minimum baseline revenue, that first part of it is how much do you want to pay yourself every month? What do you want that paycheck to be? Or maybe you want to pay yourself twice a month and what do you want that to be? Two payments of 2,500, maybe you only need 1,500 every, maybe you need 5,000 twice a month, (laughs) everybody's different. Okay. Second part piece of that is how much do you need to cover business expenses? You have business expenses, so you pro- you pay for hosting, you pay for tools, you pay for training. Maybe you subcontract or have a team. Uh, maybe you're not quite there yet. That's fine. Mentorship, courses, all of those things. How much do you need to cover those things? What are you spending on your business? Every single month to run it, like if you use a uh, onboarding tool like Dubsado or HoneyBook or one of the bajillion million ones. If you're paying for other tools, like what are how much are you spending every month on business expenses, plugin subscriptions, stuff like that. So you can just kind of guess that. And then here in the United States, and I am sorry for those of you who are in the UK, Australia, New, New Zealand. Europe and Canada. I don't know. I'm not like an expert in tax law. I'm not an expert in United States tax law. This is not tax or legal advice. Disclaimer. (laughs) I always say that when I talk about this part, this is not tax advice. However, what I do in my business is I add on 20 to 25% of how much I want to pay myself each month. So for easy math, if I wanna pay myself $4,000 a month, 25% of 4,000 is 1,000. So I want to put $1,000 in the line for taxes. I cannot tell you how to figure that out in any other country, but whatever percentage you would pay of your income, you wanna add that to this formula, right? So it's not that I want to take home 4,000 and then I'm going to deduct a thousand and only have 3,000 after I pay taxes. It's that I want to take home 4,000. So I want to add in another thousand. So I want to make 5,000 so I can keep 4,000. You have three line items. How much do you want to pay yourself every month? How much do you need in your business to cover those expenses? And how much do you need to set aside? for taxes and then add those things up. And what is the total? And we call that your minimum baseline revenue. And then what is the gap between what your web design business is currently making and your minimum baseline revenue? So let's say that you're currently making 2,500 a month and you added those three numbers up and I'm just doing like easy math again, say you added those three numbers up and it was like $7,500 a month. What's the gap? $5,000, right? Or say you're currently making $5,000 a month and your minimum baseline is $7,500. The gap's $2,500, right? So everyone's going to have a unique situation. And it is so important to know these numbers. It's just Your business is so unique to you. Your business doesn't look like everyone else's. You don't offer the same services as everyone else. You don't work with the same clients as everyone else. You are unique. Your business is unique. Your needs are unique. And when you try to fit yourself into other people's molds, that's where we get in trouble. We think we should be different. We think we should stretch farther than we're ready to stretch. We don't do one size fits all around here. We do what fits you and your life and your goals and your business. So what is the gap for you? And then the next question to take a look at, and remember, this is the Mind Trash makeover day of the challenge. So we're going to get into all your thoughts about these numbers later. How many more clients at your current pricing do you need to book each month to close the gap? And then I'm going to ask you the question that is designed to bring up all your mind trash so we can turn your mind trash into gold. (laughs) This is my favorite part. And I'm going to kind of set the stage for how we think of mind trash around here because mind trash is not a bad thing at all. The more mind trash you can find and get coaching on that is what's going to shift Everything in your business, you are not supposed to come into this challenge and be like, "Oh, I get an A plus. I have no mind trash. I have no trashy thoughts. I check, check, check. Like I'm good everywhere." Moving on, I get a gold star, pat on the back. If that is you, amazing. Like what I want you to notice is, what are all your like golden thoughts, right? That you have that you are like, let's notice those, right? Maybe you don't have as much mind trash to make over. Some of you are going to have a lot. Some of you are going to not have too much, but we all get to share thoughts. Like if you have really like golden thoughts about things, you get to share that with everybody else. Chantel (laughs) says to charge my minimum baseline price makes me want to barf. I'm so sorry that like, that's exactly what I wanted to have happen with this challenge is for you to identify that. I don't want you to feel nauseous, but this is what we get to work through in order for you to get really on the path to doing that. So thank you for sharing that feeling (laughs) with us. So this leads me to the final Question of day one. Imagine that I told you right now, you have to change your price to at least your minimum baseline revenue for your web design packages. If I was like, day one of the challenge, you can never come back ever. You can't, you have to delete the podcast. You got to remove yourself from my email list. Like, <laughs> unless you, I don't know how else I can like make you do it. I'm going to jump through the computer and make you do it (laughs) imagine i told you right now that you have to change your price to at least your minimum baseline revenue would you do it why or why not what are all the thoughts running through your mind what do you think believe about charging that price how does it make you feel i want you to do sorry about the grossness of this but we call it a word vomit in the web designer Academy. When someone is just like, here's all the things I think, and I'm not even sure, just what are all the things that come up for you? If I said, you have to like leave here right now and go change your price. Because a lot of times, I don't want to say 100% of the time, but I could say like 98.9% of the time, this is the stuff that's keeping you from making the kind of money you want to make, not your messaging, not your website, not whatever. It's this type of stuff. So Kelly said, I think I would starve LOL. (laughs) Also, how can I deliver that value? My packages are always a work in progress. I want you to notice those thoughts, Kelly, because we are going to make those thoughts over tomorrow. So you have a belief that like, it's not worth it. How can I deliver that value? So notice where you're placing the responsibility for the outcome. Do you have to, I'm getting into tomorrow. So I'm going to hold that thought. (laughs) Just notice these thoughts. This is the gold. We're going to make these over tomorrow. So definitely write those down that you would starve. Why? Because no one would like, you'd never book another project how can I deliver that value? Sometimes when we ask questions, I just want to point this out when we're talking about mine, what you're really saying is, I can't deliver the value, or I don't think I can deliver that value. It's a belief, right? So we want to like, notice that belief, and that my packages always feel like they're a work in progress. So there's something going on with like, I'm not ready. It's not good enough, things like that. So I'm picking the ga- scab, <laughs> this is gross. I don't know why today is so gross, but I'm like picking this scab today, we'll put a Band-Aid on it tomorrow. I promise I will not leave you hanging with your mind trash thoughts. <laughs> Chantel says, I totally want to, but it's terrifying because I'm scared I'll get no clients coming in. I am a new designer, so I feel like I can't charge those prices until I have more years under my belt. I feel like I would need to offer more of my packages, I know this is what I need in order to feel mentally better and feel my worth is valued. So don't worry, Chantel, I'm not going to make you go do it tomorrow. (laughs) I just want to know really where your mind is at. What you just said is literally everything, almost every person I've ever worked with thinks when they're just starting out or like when they're in those early days of trying to figure out their pricing. So I don't know if it makes you feel any better that you are so totally normal and that we have made over that mind trash with many, many, many web designers who then go on to be like, oh my gosh, it's so funny that I thought I could never charge that much, but it's a process. You're not going to go from, from there to just changing your price and believing it. If you try to, you will just like probably close up your laptop and like stop being a web designer, we don't want to stretch you too far past, past your comfort zone. So just I don't I don't want you to think that like on Friday, I'm going to be like, okay, change your price to your minimum baseline. If you're ready, amazing. Like I'll fully support that. But we're going to baby step you to at least believing it's possible. Gabrielle says, I work with a number of charities and really small businesses. So I have some of those feelings like they they can't afford to pay more. And Liz says, yes, especially with fellow creative types and artists. Yeah. So it's just important to notice all of those thoughts. And also I will say you get to design your business how you want intentionally. Okay. So there's that piece of, of Revenue reset too. It's not always about raising your prices. We have two sides of the equation, right? Time and money. So, how can, like, if you decide very intentionally from a non mind trashy place that the type of clientele you want to serve benefits from you keeping your price at a certain place and in your soul, at your core, you're like, And I know the value of this is worth a million times more. And I've done the work to know that. And I'm choosing to keep the price here. And I'm going to change things to like make it so that I can do the work faster or whatever it is so that it's still profitable and sustainable for you. That's okay too. So I just want revenue resets, not always about like how high can we get our prices? There's two sides to the equation, and there's so many places where your web design business is leaking time and money that we can patch up to reset your revenue without without you having to change your price to your minimum baseline for all of your packages and all your clients. But I want you to do the thought experiment because this is the type of thing that I want you I, I We need to come up, we need to have your sort of think about like what you truly think about charging that much, whatever that much is to you. And so we can work through the challenge. Heather says, I'm tired of neglecting my kids to make barely any money and I'm ready to stay out of my client's wallets. My mind trash is I am scared of being questioned about bills and not being valuable to the client. Yeah that is also very, very common mind trash. Like, what are they going to say? I'm afraid I'm going to blindside them. What if like with what happened with Z, they're like, that's how much you charged me to change the percentage on my website. Like, and I'm not saying that that was that person's tone (laughs) at all, but sometimes we read that tone and we're like, oh shoot, like they're mad at me. Right and then we're like oh i can't charge for that at least that's how i would react back in the day when i was new and i'm like oh that was so small like i shouldn't charge for that but like there's time involved in that even if the change itself is simple it's like i had to read the email i had to plan time to do it i had to do it i had to communicate with the client i had to do all of these things my time is valuable it's worth something and i get to communicate to my clients, what the expectations are, what the boundaries are and all of those things. Okay. So day one, I basically just made you get the trash can out of your kitchen and like dump it on the floor (laughs) and and, like make a big pile of mine trash tomorrow. We're going to start cleaning it up. Okay. So I want you to just take some time and really think about it, really answer those questions. Really do that math. And tomorrow we'll do some coaching on some of this mind trash. And we're going to start like taking some of those heavy feelings off and shifting those beliefs and really deconstructing them so that you can start to take action and stop. There's lots of different ways this mind trash holds you back. We'll show you how that mind trash is holding you back. And we will start to deconstruct it and make it over. So we're going to talk about to turn your mind trash into gold, how to turn your mind trash into gold, how sometimes your mind trash can create unwanted results in your business. So. Kelly Beth says, my biggest aha was remembering how I tend to overcomplicate things when I feel unsure. I realized that nailing down my offers would help me feel more confident. It doesn't have to be hard. I can make it as simple as I want for my business. Every business is unique. There's no one size fits all. That's why we teach frameworks inside of our program, because we can't put every person in the same box, right? So absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to explore these thoughts today about like how nailing down my offers will help me feel more confident. That can be true. But I also want you to consider that you could just decide to be confident about your offers as they are. So I'll show you what I mean when we get there. But whatever way, whatever path works for you, take the path of least resistance exactly don't overcomplicate things Chantel says, biggest takeaways i don't know my monthly numbers and i and how much i need to charge to really run a profitable business thank you for sharing that chantelle like that is so it's something that i know a lot of people don't pay attention to and not for any reason it's just like oh you're hustling doing so many other things there's no like nefarious reason that you're not paying attention to your numbers, that you don't want to look at it or whatever. Maybe there's some mind trash around not wanting to see it. Maybe there's not, but knowing where you're at now is critical to knowing where you want to go. And and when you have that clarity, then you can be like, oh, these are all the things that might be in the way. Karen says, my biggest takeaway was I'm tired of not charging what I should be charging that can be very motivating. (laughs) Just being like over it can be very motivating. And sometimes it's as easy as just being over it and like, boom, I'm so over it. I'm just going to go change my uh, prices. But sometimes it is like, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. Have you guys ever thought that? like I know logically what I need to be doing, but I'm just not doing it. If you've ever thought that today is, today is for you. So let's dig in to the mind trash makeover. One of the things that happens when we have like explicit mind trashy thoughts, or they're just kind of un- like rolling there under the surface, and you don't even realize that you're thinking them. It's just they're so ingrained in you that they're just beliefs that you just believe to be true. As if I s- said, like, the sky is blue. And you're just like, yep, that's a fact. Like I just don't even think about it. It it is absolutely true. And so when you have... Let me back up. The way that results are created is that we have a thought. And that thought is triggered by a circumstance that happens, right? So The circumstance could be another thought, like, oh, thinking about raising my prices, right? So, participating in this challenge and me giving you exercises to think through, that's a circumstance. Like, I triggered you to have thoughts about your business, about your pricing, whatever. There's so many circumstances that you can have thoughts around. And then you have thoughts about the thing, right? And if those thoughts create what I call an unwanted result, I call those thoughts mind trash. If you have thoughts that are creating unwanted results, those go in the the mind trash column. And so the way that our thoughts create our results is that our thoughts, when we think something in our brain, chemicals are released in our body that cause us to have like physical feelings, right? So we have all experienced like having a thought that creates fear and anxiety. like. Someone knocks on the door and we're not expecting it or just whatever that thing may be. You have a thought that generates a feeling in your body and we have words that describe those feelings. Fear, anxiety, happy, like emojis that describe, (laughs) that show those feelings, that depict those feelings, right? So your thoughts release chemicals in your brain that create your body feeling a certain way, whether it's like tingly Hot, and we have words to describe that. Those chemical hormones that are released in our body drive our physical body to do things, right? And when we have mind trashy thoughts that create feelings like fear, anxiety, worry, overwhelm, frustration, rumination, whatever, then we go into different responses right? And so one of the things that fear and anxiety can cause is us to go into fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. You all have heard probably of fight, flight, and freeze. So fight, the way that it manifests in business, right? Is like, if your response to fear, anxiety, overwhelm, worry, like all of these feelings that are like driven by cortisol and adrenaline these types of thoughts create those types of chemicals in our body and then we go into fight flight freeze or fawn so the way that this manifests in in business is fighting looks like overworking like doing all the projects at the same time so imagine that the circumstance is like i'm not making enough money And you go into a fight response, then you're going to just be like, oh, I'm going to do all the things for all the clients at any price all the time, no matter what, right? That's how you might respond to that motion. If you go into flight, the way that this manifests is you're going to change your offers. You're going to change your niche. You're going to change your packages. You're going to rewrite your copy. You're going to start over. You're going to rebrand. That's a very typical response that people have when they're going into flight mode in response to mind trashy thoughts, right? Like, I'm not professional enough. I haven't done this before. So if I go into a flight response, I need to redesign my website before I can even get started. The other response people can have to mind trashy thoughts is to freeze. So they hide, they stop marketing. In the Web Designer Academy, they might stop coming calls, stop asking for support. If you're not in a coaching program, you might be holding yourself back from getting help in a coaching program because you go into a freeze response. So you're not really taking action when you're in a freeze response. And a fawn response is like people-pleasing, straight up people-pleasing. Like, I'm not good enough. No one will ever pay me that much. So I need to like build a portfolio and work for free first to, to get people to work with me so if you on you're going to release all boundaries take on bad fit clients low-paying projects say yes to anything that comes your way even if you don't like to do it so if our thoughts create our feelings and drive our actions our actions are what create our results right our action or our inaction so when i say your thoughts create your results it's actually your actions that create your results but your thoughts and feelings drive whether you take action or don't take action. And so the result is like, whatever you think and believe to be true becomes true, right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So when you have all of these mind trashy thoughts and you not just have them, you believe them and you decide that they're true and you don't question them and you don't think what else could be true and you either act or don't act as a result of them, you're not going to book new clients. You're not going to hit your revenue goals. You're stressed out. You're overwhelmed. You're frustrated. You're miserable. Does everybody see how those things, how that like, manifests itself when we think these things? So the trick is to really understand, I don't have to believe any of this. It's a choice for me to believe this. Where I want to be careful is that, like, it takes work. It takes actual action to go from mind trash to made over. And there's a messy middle part where you don't believe it, but you're working on believing it. And I'm going to show you the process of making over your mind trash here today, because you can do this for anything. I made over some mind trash this morning that I was having about our next level retreat. So I host a retreat, like an in-person event every year for our next level mastermind students. So that's something that people who are in the Web Designer Academy, after they've completed their first year, they can join that next level and go on this retreat. But that's when we have about 15 people coming to this retreat. And what I noticed is that I'm procrastinating. Like I'm supposed to be planning food and calling vendors. And I noticed that my action is procrastinating. So a lot of times I don't know what I'm thinking. I just notice that I'm doing or not doing something that I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm creating a lot of mental drama around it, spending too much time on it, right? So I notice I'm procrastinating. What am I feeling? While well, I'm feeling, I don't know what's one word for like, I'll screw it all up. So I'm feeling inadequate. Like, what if I order the wrong food? What if I, whatever, all of the stuff that I'm feeling. So I'm feeling inadequate. There's probably something else going on. Maybe imposter, but maybe I'm trying to feel like perfectionist isn't a feeling, but there's some kind of feeling, if you all can like help me out, there's some kind of feeling that goes with like wanting it to be perfect, right? I can't articulate it, but like wordhippo.com is a really great resource to kind of like get the nuance of things that you're feeling. So I notice I'm procrastinating. I'm feeling like an imposter. I'm feeling inadequate. My thought is I'm gonna screw this up. People won't have a good time, etc. Pressure. Pressure is the feeling. Pressure. And yeah, probably some fear as well. So I didn't know what I was thinking, but I knew I was procrastinating and now i can see if i'm procrastinating because i'm worried i'm going to screw it up and people won't have a good time if i stay here what's going to happen i'm not going to order the food it's going to all be last minute and it's possible that i'll screw it up <laughs> right like if i stay here i'm going to create the unwanted result right but i also screw myself right like i kind of waste a whole lot of time and mental drama that i don't need to be in. So I screwed up. I screw myself over Kate Starves. <laughs> I can go all the way to like a made over result. I'll take you back here in a second. Let's come back to the mind trash makeover. So we can see like all of these thoughts. And I just listed out like all the stuff that I hear in conversations with you guys on applications. On discovery calls, like all of the reasons why you're not, like all of the things that are in the way of you having the business that you want. And people tell me these things as if it's just a fact. It's just a fact that I'm not good enough, that people can't afford to pay that much, that all of these things. And some of these are facts, like I don't have my next client lined up, right? But it's like, how do you feel about that? Because some people, would be like I don't have my next client lined up no big deal I'm going to like go get my next client but some people it creates one of these responses so let's look at the messy middle what evidence do i have that my mind trash is false or that what i want to believe is true when i decide intentionally to think something different i calm my brain down i calm my brain down When we have a lot of cortisol and adrenaline going through our body, whether it's like chronically, because we're super stressed out all the time, or it's like an acute situation where something like where you were like kind of flooded, it shuts down your highest level of thinking. It shuts down your creativity. And so for those of you who are constantly hustling overworking, just on-call for clients 24-7, never feel like you can keep up, you're probably just in this... That's why you like feel burnt out. right? Because you're just like, your highest levels of thinking are dampened. Your creativity is dampened. And if you don't realize that, you're at risk of being like, oh, I'm going to throw this business away and completely start over with something different because then you get the relief, but you haven't solved the real problem. So the messy middle, we need to calm our brain down so that we're like in a space to create new beliefs, right? So we're breaking down this old paradigm, this old belief system, this old way of thinking, and we're calming our brain down enough to think something different. And so it's not going to be like rainbows, butterflies, pie in the sky, like, I believe I can charge $10 million for one website. Like we're not like a lot of times we have to step our way there. So we need to think like, okay, what evidence do I have that my mind trash is false or that what I want to believe is true? Who am I as a person? You can screenshot this Tara. And we, we have a whole lesson on this inside the web designer Academy too. And this is how we coach our students inside the program. We basically just do a bunch of mind trash makeovers as you're going through and implementing our strategies. Once you've calmed your brain down, you're able to create new beliefs and really start to integrate them. And so when you're starting to think, like for me, I didn't screw it up last year, right? This is the truth. What evidence do I have that this is not true? I've planned events for over 400 people at my day job, and no one starved. I can deal with people being disappointed in me if it happens. This last one might actually be like a makeover thought. I might not be quite ready to think that, but I can look at evidence of my past that my mind trash is false. What do I want to believe is true? I can figure it out. I can ask for help. I can call the catering place and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have 15 people coming on these days. Here's my budget. Can you just tell me what to order, please and thanks? I could make it easy, right? Feelings. Like, what do I feel when I'm like, okay, like I feel calm. I feel capable. I think that's really all I need to feel. So when I feel that way, what will I do? Order the food call the company and ask for help. Results, I figure it out. So when you think all of these thoughts, what else could be true? What else could you think? I'm willing to try it and see what happens. Does that calm your brain down? Maybe it's not forever. Maybe it's just temporary. Maybe you just try a price increase. And if they're like, whoa, no, you can be like, oh, I have another offer for you. Let's do this at this price. We have scripts for all of this in the Web Designer Academy, by the way. I've gotten new clients in the past. The clients who said, no, were not my best clients. I don't think like that anymore. That's such a good one. I just don't think like that anymore. If you have like this persistent, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not professional enough. You're just like, I don't think like that anymore. Like, would I say that to my best friend? No, I'm not going to say it to myself, right? So you might just need to interrupt those thoughts. My therapist, her favorite one to like remind me of is anxiety lies. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, this is just my brain spinning out anxiety lies, right? So when I'm feeling calm and willing, I'm able to like think in a different way, start creating new beliefs, kind of get out of that, start taking action and put myself in a place where now I can make over my mind trash. I might be able to go all the way from mind trash to make over I might not. I might need to go through this messy. What evidence do you have that your mind trash is false? It could be I see all the testimonials that Shannon shares on the Web Designer Academy website for all the people who have who used to think like I think and have worked through it and have created results, who have gone from zero to seventy five hundred a month or from 2,000 to 10,000 over a period of time, right? The evidence could be, maybe it's not your past evidence, but maybe it's like, oh, these people are just like me. They were where I was. If they can do it, I can do it. I'm no different than them, right? How can you just interrupt the old pattern? Maybe it's just like, I just don't think like that anymore. Every time I notice myself thinking that way, I'm just going to be like, that is not true. I do not think like that anymore. So what kind of like bridge thoughts can you think to just get your brain to be like, oh, maybe this isn't true. Maybe the thought is, maybe none of this is true. Maybe I've just been believing everything that my brain thinks, and I'm going to decide to stop doing that and start creating some new thoughts. How do you feel? Do you feel calm, capable, relieved is one what do you do or not do? Cause not do could be, I stop procrastinating. I stop like pivoting. I stop holding myself back from support because I'm afraid of failing and losing money. What do you start doing or stop doing as a result of just calming down? And what is the result of that? And then making over your thoughts. What do you want to ultimately think, feel, believe, or do that creates a wanted result? You can start with the result if you want. Booking one client at my minimum baseline revenue could be a result. What do you have to think, feel, and do to make that happen? Or booking two clients at 50% of my minimum baseline revenue. Let's say you just need two clients because you're not ready to go all the way there yet. What actions need to happen? You probably need to market yourself, connect with some people, let people know that you're a web designer, ask them if they'd like to get a a discovery call with you. You probably like put yourself out there, right? How do you have to feel to do that? And what thoughts do you need to think about yourself in order to feel that way to take those actions to create those results? This is the missing piece to a lot of what. If you've ever thought, I know what to do, but I'm just not doing it. I know I need to market myself. I know I need to do lean generation. I know I need to raise my prices. And yet you're not doing it. This is how you go from not doing it to doing it instead of just staying stuck in that inertia. So now you have the skill of identifying your mind trash. You have the skill of making over your mind trash. Now we're going to figure out like, we're going to dive into it. Like, what do you think about money? And what do you think about your client's money? How is that helping you create wanted or helping you create wanted results or causing you to create unwanted results? This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.